0: We are on recording audio camera is rolling. Okay, this is good. Welcome to the Terry James show guys. This is show number 15, I believe. And I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you more than you know, actually. I'm on vacation right now. I've been enjoying waking up when my body naturally tells me it's time to wake up. Normally. I wake up on the weekends when I'm working, I set an alarm because I want to extend my weekend. I don't mind waking up earlier on the weekends to get a a workout in or have breakfast with Sherry just to add some hours to my weekend. But I'm telling you, man, waking up when your body naturally tells you it's time to get up. If you're one of the people lucky enough to be like that, God bless you, man. God bless you. Don't take that for granted. It's something very, very, very special. As you can tell, I am wearing my Wombats t-shirt. I got a Wombats t-shirt on right now if you're looking on YouTube. What is a Wombat? Well, for those of you brand new to the show, welcome. For those of you not new to the show and you've seen quite a few of them before, welcome. Good to have you here. But the Wombats uh, jokingly started calling our people that listen to the show because we're kind of a cohesive unit. All kind of our like attracts like people and like-minded people. So we decided jokingly said, hey, why don't we call ourselves the wombats? I just thought that was going to be a one-time thing. It's the first thing that came to my mind, just accidentally popped into my head. I don't know where the fuck it came from, wombats. I haven't thought of a wombat in forever. I wasn't even sure what a wombat was. I know when I lived in Australia for a little bit, they, they had wombats there. I know it's an Australian thing. But you know when they call like a a group of um, crows, a a big bunch of crows, it's called a murder? Man, that's a great name for those things. You want to know what the coolest thing about the wombats, what a group of wombats is called? Google it. Look it up. It is called a wisdom. And when I learned that, that was like the universe opening up and saying, This is what we are. We are wombats, man. We are like attracts, like like like-minded people who are here just to uh, have a few laughs and to take a sting out of what's going on in the real world and to try to wake up every day and be a better person. So there, what is going on in the real world? Anyway, I've been watching the news at all. That Twitter guy and that Facebook guy, are they going to fight? Are you going to do that? I'd like to see that. I think the Facebook guy has like a, is a black belt or something in some sort of weird martial art thing. And I think that the Twitter guy, it's not even Twitter anymore, is it? But I think the Twitter guy is uh, going to hire somebody to kick his ass. So, that, I think that's the way that's going to go down if it ever happens. So, But I've been too busy. I've been too busy trying to live my life, trying to be better every single day. No news is good news as far as I'm concerned. I don't want to sit here and worry about all the impending doom and start thinking about that. In fact, we're going to talk about that coming up here on today's show. But in the meantime, let's get going with our official theme song from Cabas. If your love looks better, better. Get it, Larry. I'm free! Already people are going, how can I get a copy of this song? Unfortunately, I chose a song that Larry has unpublished. Yes, sorry, Larry. Cabas is the name of the group. Follow Cabas. This is Cabas on Instagram. Anyway, thank you, Larry, for the song. Maybe I'll use a different one that is uh, for sale somewhere because I want you to get supported. So go to go on and help them out because we're all here to help each other out on this show. We're, we're going to cut through all the bullshit, okay? If I ever get sponsors, it's going to be from people that I think will legitimately help you. If I can find one of you people to, uh, to help out and to expo- get some exposure, like... Cabas here. Uh, I'm going to do it. All right. Fuck it. We're in this. You know what? Fuck it. Fuck everybody else. We got a strong unit here. We got a cohesive unit here. All right. On today's show, by the way, let me go ahead and fade this out. On today's show, uh, we are going to be getting into standing up for ourselves, setting some boundaries. You've heard about it before but I'm kind of going through this right now. So you're going to witness me going through uh, some stuff and I'm sure some people are going to think that I'm talking about them, but I'm not. I am just speaking in general. So anyway, also, um, uh, what else? Uh, About understanding, we're going to be talking about would you rather be book smart or just really be able to understand certain things? Plus, I've got a message for Joe Dirt and... (laughs) It's a real quick one. And it's probably going to piss a few people off, but I don't fucking care. And we're also going to break down one of my favorite quotes of all time. So let's get going, guys. Let's have a good one. It is Monday when I'm recording this. I if you're familiar, not new to the show. No, if you're new to the show. <laughs> I uh, I pop in here anytime I have something I want to say, anytime I have something I want to talk about, anytime I want to get something off my chest or just an inspiration or something like that. And I just found out that Paul Rubens passed away, also known as Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman had a lot of effect on many people's lives and it just started to make me think here, I, maybe I'd do something on this show, a monthly, not a yearly, but a monthly memorandum. Would that be a little too morbid? But I just want to do it as a way to remind ourselves, we got to get out there and live our lives. We got to do things. It's pretty damn short, 70 years old, It's pretty damn short. I've been thinking a lot about this lately because I want to be in some ways a different person than I always have been. I guess some people have called me an introvert. I have used that word to describe myself, but I'll be honest, I don't think I've ever looked up what the meaning is. I know it's just somebody who's pretty quiet, you know, doesn't, which is really weird because of what my job is. You know what? Let me look this up. Introvert. What is the official? And this is This is how dumb I am. I should know. Everybody knows what it is. I'm sure it's what I'm thinking. But I am, T R O vert. Okay, introvert. Let's see here. Noun. Uh, a person predominantly concerned with their own thoughts and feelings rather than the external things. Um. I guess that. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't. I'm not somebody who likes to go out into crowds. I've never been one of those people. And I've never been one of those people that even though I have this job and I can get on stage and stand up and do some comedy or, or things like that, there's things that I refuse to do. And I'm always in awe by people that are just let loose of the moment, that are just entirely in the moment. And this weekend, this past weekend, I was reminded of that quite a few times on i guess it was sunday night on sunday no no saturday night a friend of ours got a hold of us and said hey we're uh, going to meet some people we're going to have some at uh, this brewery going to sit out and have a couple beers shoot the shit a little bit why don't you come on out and do it Sherry and I were like, all right, great. We don't have anything planned. We'll go out there. We'll go see it. And this one of the friends is Amanda. And one of the girls, uh, Sherry has friends, a couple of Amanda's and a Miranda. This is one of the Amandas. She's somebody who, I'm just going to say it, it, inspires the hell out of me. Always have. She's Besides her her looks, she is somebody who is just so smart and so talented and sees right through the bullshit. She is just one of these people that, you know where you stand with her. Part of me wants to impress her sometimes, which might be a little weird. Uh, but I want to do that to all the people in my life. I, uh, I want to stand up and, and be something special to them as they are to me. So we're out with them. And after uh, a couple of beers and things like that, there was that decision in the night where you go, okay, what do we do? Do we go home, call it a night, see you guys later? Or do we extend this and and see what we could get going on? And they decided, let's go to a very di- small dive bar in a part of uh, Seattle called Ballard. And uh, let's go over there to this place. I wish I could remember the name of the place. Let's go to this place. They have karaoke. Now, my friend Amanda is a very talented person, like I was saying. She is, uh, she could sing, she could dance. She was an actor, uh, just very creative and everything else. And, you know, I I like seeing talented people. So I'm like, you know, I kind of want to see her do karaoke. I'm not going to do it. That's not the type of person I am. I'm not going to do it. We go into this bar and it is a dive bar. To me, (laughs) karaoke either brings out the greatest of people or the worst of people. There's no in-betweens. You know, I was there to watch. I would never dream of getting up and singing. It's one of my biggest fears. I'll sing jokingly on the radio, but getting in front of people where people go, oh, this guy probably thinks he knows what he's doing. Uh, But I guess I could need to get that thought out of my head. It's all about just letting go. And that's what I wanted to talk about right now. So karaoke has the people that, you know, Four or five of the seems like four or five of the people got to get up and do two, three, four songs. My friend Amanda never got got called up, and it was it was weird and it's, uh, these people just sucked, and they're just locals. It's very territorial. and one of the bartenders she got up and, and she crushed it and then then they called the next person after, and nobody wanted to follow her because she was so good. but it, it's just a weird thing. I was in awe of everybody even the people that just sucked, because it doesn't matter. You're not there to perform. Although some people, you could see that they had the dream still in their eyes. They had this dream like, oh man, I really missed my calling or I really wanted to be this or whatever. And and I maybe I look too much into this. Maybe it's just people going out, having some beers and having fun. That's what it is, Terry, you dumb shit. But in my mind, I still see in people's eyes, like uh, they really want to do good and they're not doing so good. So it was never a a time in my life that I want to get up and do karaoke. Sherry, uh, my wife, she enjoys doing things like that. She's one of these people that could give a fuck about the way she looks or the way she sounds she just wants to have fun with her friends. She's not going to go to a place on her own and, and put her name on a list to go try to rock it or anything like that. She just enjoys being around people like that. And I need to be more like this. So then the following night, last night, we go to a concert. I've already said up front, I don't like big crowds. I've never liked big crowds. When I would do comedy at, a, at the improv in Las Vegas, I would get off stage and I would just run through the crowd because I didn't want to be around people. And it wasn't like there was a big, you know, like 70,000 people or anything like that. But I just, I, I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable with that. I like doing the work. I like the passion. I like bringing things to life. And I love people who bring things to life. I support people who bring ideas and their dreams and their goals to life. That is what it's all about to me. I like to quietly sit and watch. I like to quietly sit and get inspired. But we go to this concert last night, it's at a winery and already, what, do you, what uh, when you think of people in a winery, just imagine a bunch of white people with their bottles of wine going to their, uh, you could sit on the grass, or you could have reserve seats, go into their, their seats and in this case we had reserve seats. I've been out on the grass there before. It's a beautiful venue. And we got to see, and I wanted to see Mavis Staples, one of the Staples sisters. She, uh, She's the Staples sister, as far as I'm concerned. She was fantastic. I grew up laying in bed in Santa Ana, California, listening to some of that music. And, oh, I wanted to see her so bad. She's 80 now, I think. You know, I'm not sure um, how old she is, but it's gotta be in her 80s. And, you know, she struggled to get up there, but I wanted to see her. And what I saw was, somebody with a still, still a strong voice, strong conviction, very religious. It was almost like a revival. She was fantastic. And I'm so, feel so blessed that I got to see her. And I'm sitting there crying under my shade, you know, and, 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 you know, and everybody else is having a good time and I'm crying. The fuck is wrong with me? So she's done, uh, just plays a very short time, you know, had to be helped on and off stage, played like four or five songs and had to sit down during one of them. And then the next one was Ziggy Marley, and we've had Ziggy on our radio show uh, a couple times in, in you know the Lexiterry show, and he's always been fun. But he walked out; he seemed like he was kind of pissed off, seemed a little angry. But what I noticed was everybody around me starting to, to you know to bob around to the reggae, getting loose, you know the, everything else. And I was in awe of all these people that did not give a fuck about the way they looked; they didn't care. They didn't care how old they were. They didn't care any of that. They just wanted to cut loose and and feel that, I guess. I don't have that in me, and I feel so bad that I don't have that desire in me. But I want to be there for my wife. I want to be the person that will dance with her. So I did my little bobbin' and dancing. you know, I wasn't a, a downer of the whole thing. And then Trombone Shorty comes out, who just... Is electrifying. If you've never seen Trombone Shorty, you got to see him. Sets the crowd on fire. Everybody's dancing and singing and having a good time. And I even had a, you know, I had my little dancing and everything else and had some good time, but I wasn't going crazy. But I was still very aware of the way I was looking around people. Even though nobody was fucking watching me. But for some reason, I felt like people were watching me. And I got to get rid of that feeling. This is something I need to work on. Or do I? Do I just accept that I am a quote unquote introvert who has chosen to live their life in a public fashion, which makes zero sense whatsoever? I want to bring things to light publicly. I want to have that stage, but I don't want people to look at me. <laughs> Hi, everybody watching me on YouTube. I know it makes no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. I got to figure this shit out. We are also one of those people. I am also one of those people that when they start, the band starts to end up and you're looking at your watch and you're going, oh man, I know it's going to get crazy. The parking here is horrible. I'm one of those white old guys that says, want to leave a little early. I'm at a baseball game. I'm leaving in the seventh inning. You know, you, you want to leave that type of thing. And I decided, you know what, this is my attempt to remain in the moment. And I just never brought it up to Sherry. I I was going to say, you know, let, let it be her idea. Let's see what she does. And if we stay the whole time, I don't have to work Monday. Lux Terry shows on vacation. I'm just going to go ahead and relax and chill here and, and just have enjoy this beautiful evening with my beautiful wife. I had some beautiful friends there. It was just, it was perfect. So I just, I mean, but I consciously had to think this. I don't think anybody else there is thinking like that. They're just there. But I consciously had to say, you know, I'm not going to say let's leave early. Why would I do that? just so I could get a beat the crowd a little bit. I don't have to work tomorrow. Let's suck it up, Terry. And then the first encore comes, or the only encore comes with Trombone Shorty. And we're about halfway through the song, and Sherry leans over to me, and she goes, let's beat the crowd. Oh, I had never loved her anymore. I had never loved her anymore. Anyway, I'm going to try to figure some of this out, because I really want to be like, if you're one of those people out there that does not give a fuck and just goes to karaoke and belts it out or, or dances at a concert, just, you know, ah, flailing your arms and having a good time. As long as you're not pissing off the people next to you, because I'm very concerned about that. But as long as you're not one of those people and you're just having fun and you're in the moment, I'm here to say, God bless you. God bless you. And thank you. Thank you very much for showing me. Number one, what a stick in the mud I am and have been. And also, what my life really, truly could be. I've been getting messages from so many of you about the show, and I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. So now the questions are starting to come in and asking me what I think about this, whether I could give some advice or whatever. It's really strange because I don't really feel that qualified to give advice. I'm just sharing information here. I'm hoping you're not taking this as solid advice. I'm working through shit myself. But one of the pretty people that uh, messaged me, in fact, not just one, I've been getting quite a few of it, wanting to know what I think about education. Because I guess on a previous show, I talked about, you know, having an education and why people don't feel so good. I think it was the last show and I was talking about white dudes how we need to rethink college and what have you. These are just ideas that I have. I don't think you need to know everything. Let me fix this camera here if you're watching on YouTube. I don't think you need to know everything at all. I think you need to understand things, okay? You don't need to know the entire everything, but you need to know and understand enough to be in the game. So don't be stressed out that you don't know enough. Nobody knows enough. Nobody knows everything when it comes to any type of thing you're interested in. You just need to understand. Take the time to understand things. See if I could give an example. I hate to always bring this guy up. He's something everybody knows about is Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs didn't know how to do this stuff. He just understood that it could be done, and then he threw his ideas out there. I'm not saying that we're all like Steve Jobs. I'm just talking from an entrepreneurial aspect. You don't need to know everything. You need to understand some basics about business, you know, flow sheets and uh, business plans and all that kind of stuff, but you don't have to know everything. Life is a gamble. We're all gamblers, guys. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. I mean, today alone, today alone has been a rough day, personally. It's not even noon. This is the second day of my vacation, and I'm bored as shit. I decided that I was going to go to the gym this morning. I get to the gym, put in my headphones, my earbuds, they die. They die about 12 seconds into my workout. So, of course, I use that as an excuse to not work out the rest of the time like a bitch that I am. So I go back home. There's a phone call from Lex. I get a phone call from Lex. Our uh, business, the people that we are in business with, uh, our syndicators, they sold to a new company. So we're kind of working for some new people. This is their first or second month in. And apparently they forgot to pay us. (laughs) Whoops. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out, but uh, you know, it, it throws you for a curveball, like, okay, what's going on? What's really happening? So your mind starts to conjure up a bunch of crap, like, oh, my God, what's really going on over there? When chances are it's just, uh, you know, an oversight. And then, of course, I, I get home and I decide, you know what? What's going to make me feel better from my failed workout, not being paid? Oh, yeah, I'll just go to the donut shop. <laughs> yeah, baby, like all strong-minded people do. You opt in on the doughnuts. Okay, so I go to the donut shop, and I know that only on the weekdays they have the kind of donuts that Sherry likes. She likes these old-fashioned chocolate with a glaze over the top of them. They don't have those. They only have those Monday through Thursday. It's not even noon. I'm over there at 11 o'clock, and I, uh, go in there and there's no donuts in the case at all. There's like, okay, there's four donuts and they're all the same one, these Boston cream things, but I don't like those too much creamy stuff. And, uh, so that didn't happen. Right. So, so I'm going "Oh man, what a horrible day, what a horrible day today is. And then I realized you're bitching over stuff like this over headphones, over a, uh, I guess, a clerical error over not having the donut you want when today somebody is receiving bad news. Today, somebody's getting a bad diagnosis that is going to scare the living shit out of them. A lot of people are. Today, somebody's losing a loved one. Today, somebody's losing a job. Today, just some, you know, somebody's getting injured. They don't have... the the money to pay for the doctor's appointment. That's life. That's life. My little shit, and if you're going through some little shit like I'm going through us, us little shits together, let's just realize that. Let's just realize that. Real life happens, and if it's not happening to you right now, you're one of the lucky ones. I consider myself one of the lucky ones. If you're healthy, you're happy, your family's good, it's a wonderful day for you. I think you should be thankful for that and acknowledge it. But also realize that that person that's next to you at line of the coffee shop or or wherever just might have got some pretty bad news. Show a little compassion. Show a little love. And above all, love yourself, man. That's one of the things I'm working on. So I know this took a weird turn, but... Um, it's just uh, it's just pretty much what I'm thinking about today on my day off turns out I got a personality flaw who would have guessed I thought I was perfect. <laughs> Man, I really do. I've got one that's really bothering me right now. It's not only affecting my professional life, but it's also affecting my personal life. And it's been affecting it for years. And I know it's been going on. And I always justify reasons for letting it go on, just, I guess, just to make myself feel better. And it has to do with setting boundaries and consistently letting people cross those boundaries Every single day, every day I disappoint myself. I don't want to be an asshole. I don't want to tell people what they can and can't do. I don't want to get in fights in the streets with strangers. I don't want to argue with family members. I don't want any of that kind of stuff. And that's another thing. You add my passive aggressive nature to these boundaries that I want to set. It's not a very winning combination for a guy like me. People are constantly testing my boundaries. Like I said, strangers could be somebody in the street cutting in line at the coffee shop or somebody being completely rude or acting like their life and their time is better than mine. What do I do? I suck it up and I take it because I don't want to fight. You got to weigh your your battles, I guess. And I, you know, and that's my attitude, but I always seem like I weigh my battles to somebody else's favor. It happens in my job too. I'm not very good at letting people know what I expect of them. But then again, you know what? I think they really do know. And I think that some people, not only work-wise, but also friends, family, strangers, like I said, they're always constantly seeing how much real estate they can grab from you. We always do that. My problem is, is that my passive-aggressive nature reinforces all those actions. They know they can get away with it. They know that I'll be upset for a little while and they're just going to do what they want to do and all that kind of stuff. It sucks. I don't think it's always intentional with people. I just think they sense that from people like me. Maybe you have the same problems. Maybe they, they sense it from people like you. I hear it all the time from people going, man, I'm always getting taken advantage of. I'm always doing stuff for other people. I'm always, you know, defaulting for their comfort, their safety, their happiness over mine. There's a lot of people that do that. I know I'm not the only one. Sometimes it is intentional. Sometimes I think some people are very sneaky and very underhanded and they know what they want and they're going to do what they want to, to get it done. Uh, I want to blame those people, but it's not entirely their fault. I need to start taking more action. I need to tar- start taking more responsibility. So maybe if you're in the same boat as me, maybe it's time for us to finally, in a certain way, stand up for ourselves. We're not bad people. I, kn- I can honestly say that in my mind anyway, it may not be in their mind, I understand this, but in my mind, my intentions are usually leaning towards goodness, towards keeping people happy, towards the bigger goal, that type of stuff. So it's not entirely their fault, but I do know that that my gut instincts tell me, and I've got really gut instincts, my problem is I don't trust them all the time. Uh, and it's not that I don't trust them. I know that somebody's fucking with me. I know that somebody's taking advantage of me. I know that somebody's taking advantage of somebody else. I see it happening or somebody taking advantage of a situation. I know it's happening and then I weigh the consequences like a dumbass. I weigh the consequences. Oh, should I just let them get away with it? Because I don't I want to go out to dinner and not argue. Should I just let him get away with it because, you know, we're at work and it's going to cause a fight on the air? Shall I let the stranger get away with it? What what does it matter? It's just a cup of coffee. And those are legitimate feelings and thoughts. And I always lean towards letting somebody off the hook. I I don't think I want to be that guy. But I also don't want to be the guy that, you know, my way or the highway shit. I know what needs to be changed. You know what needs to be changed in your personality as well. You know, if this is hitting true for you as well, you know what you got to do. You know you have to do something. You have to take, in some cases, massive action on it. No matter what it takes. No matter what you do, your decision is going to be very unpopular. It's going to be unpopular with your family and friends. It's going to make things really uncomfortable for you for a moment because you finally stood up for yourself and they're all looking at each other like, oh, this isn't the normal guy. And it's not going to go over well with them. It's going to take a long fucking time to train them that, hey, I got, you know, I have a responsibility to myself and my friends and family and coworkers to stand up for you, to you fuckers. I just think that uh, it's time. I think it's time. And if you are one of these people that feel like me right now, just know it ain't going to go down pretty. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be just downright uncomfortable. But we're strong enough. Once again, the bigger picture here is really the most important part. And it's not the bigger picture for for them it's for you it's for your own health it's for your own sanity and you're not going to be happy with who you are when you're constantly feeling like you're getting taken advantage and, and run over hey joe dirt are you listening to me it's been three years nobody gives a fuck if you're vaccinated or not Every once in a while, I stumble across one of those quotes that really hits me, man, really helps me out a lot. And one of my favorite quotes, and I read this a long time ago when I really needed, well, I really needed to get that message. Every once in a while, you open up a book or you're going to overhear somebody say something. Keep your eyes and ears open. You never know where these messages are to come. This comfort is going to come from from the universe, man. I, I don't want to sound all woo-woo-y. But the universe is there for you, man. For a message, for a pick-me-up, they got your back, the whole thing. I know sometimes it doesn't feel as though they do because we're out living our lives and we're making mistakes and we're, you know, we're having some victories and some losses. But if you're one of those people that's worried a lot, one of my favorite quotes that I ever heard was, worrying is is like praying for something that you don't want. Worrying is like praying for something you don't want. God, I wish I thought of that. But it's so true. It is so true. I've talked to so many people in my life, people that I admire, people that I look up to, older people. Yeah, there's older people than me older people who have actually given me that advice. Why worry about stuff that you can't change? Why worry about stuff that hasn't happened yet? Might happen, might not happen, who knows? But why worry about that? When you put all that energy into worrying about something, sometimes it can manifest. Sometimes it can manifest because you're thinking about it too much. It's not easy to let it go. And that's why sometimes a quote like this comes in handy. Just to remember. Worrying is like praying for something you don't want. Just remember that. Just remember that on your down days, on the days that you're going, what the fuck? What You know, and we have them. We, I, I have them two, three times a day. <laughs> oh God, oh God, oh God. But just remember that one, guys. That is a doozy. That one has helped me out quite a few times. Well, that's it. Another episode of the Terry James Show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing the show with people. That's the only way it gets out there. And for your reviews, they're fantastic. The messages I'm getting via the website, TerryJames.com. You guys kick ass. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. If your love looks better, i download these or upload these every thursday noon eastern nine o'clock pacific so if you're listening to this right now somewhere on a thursday sherry and i are driving up to vancouver british columbia just to hang out for the weekend better, 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 better. I the <laughs> love this song man i really do and uh i'm bringing these microphones that i bought And I'm hoping to be able to record some stuff for the Gang of Two podcast and also for this show. If I could get the damn things to work, I'm so stupid when it comes to technology stuff. So I hope this uh, show finds you in a very happy, healthy spot. Have a great weekend, guys. And until then, let's enjoy some Cabos and have a great day, guys.